I'm Chris Lindstrom, and this is a Food About Town Bites, where I talk through our recent curate events and my food and drink adventures. So uh, since the last time we did a Food About Town Bites, it looks like we've had uh, four different events, three in Rochester, one in Buffalo. So uh, uh, Rochester events, uh, we've done uh, three. So we did uh, Polskachata, which was a repeat from a prior event we did with them. Uh, food's fantastic. It's up on a, in Rondecoit on uh, Ridge Road, uh, just off of Ridge Road anyways. And uh, we had some of their classic sort of a variety, uh, stuffed cabbages, uh, pierogi, fresh smoked sausages, uh, this hunter's stew, which is kind of like chopped meat, sauerkraut, and cabbage. It's like a meat-forward uh, sauerkraut cabbage mix, which is delicious. Um, and obviously that turned out well. It's the second time we've worked with them. Uh, part of our goal is to make sure we go back to some of the places we've worked with before, uh, not just do it as a one-off. It's There's a there's a lot of places in town that need, uh, that would benefit from some continuous support. So uh, we're happy to do that. Um, next one after that was our event in Buffalo. Uh, for those that are watching, uh, watching and uh, listening now, uh, our next event in Buffalo is on December 6th, and uh, we, we got delayed due to the uh, massive snow event in Buffalo. I uh, saw some pictures from my family out in uh, West Falls and in Boston, and it was a lot. Uh, I think West Falls, they got uh, three plus feet, and I think my family got about the same in Boston, New York. Uh, I think they avoided some of the biggest stuff. Maybe they got four feet in West Falls, but it was it was a lot. So we postponed our event that was scheduled for November 22nd and moved it to December 6th. So that'll be our, you know, December uh, celebration at Nowhere Lounge in Kenmore. Uh, we'll have a custom paired cocktail for that event, and hopefully you'll be able to eat in with us and hang out and enjoy uh, enjoy Nowhere Lounge. Such a cool space. Uh, but the event we did in October was Family Tie, and uh, that was actually we focused on Burmese food, which was a new cuisine to me. I don't get a chance to try new cuisines that often. Um, at least for the stuff that's directly around us, I've hit just about everything that I'm aware of. You know, we're, we're always learning about our surroundings. We're always learning about the places that are around us. Uh, I've obviously done a decent amount of travels in Rochester, uh, trying to, you know, trying to find everything I can. And yes, I find new stuff, but some of it's things I've tried elsewhere. Some of it's stuff that was here before and isn't here anymore. Um, but Burmese, that was actually my first time. Uh, got introduced to it uh, when I inter- interviewed Andrew Galarno on the podcast a while ago. Uh, he had told me about uh, some of these places, including Family Thai. And I got to try tea leaf salad, which was just this so impactful a dish. It's fermented tea leaves with roasted peanuts, cabbage, other crunchy elements, and a really acidic, punchy dressing. And I... I gotta say, it was one of those dishes, as soon as I had it, I was just, just fell in love with the cuisine. So, like, that's a vegan dish, but it's so aggressive and so punchy, and it's like, now every time I go to Buffalo, that's a place I want to go to, I want to try again. Uh, And I want to try it from other places, too, Um, because that was... That was exciting to me. It's exciting to try something a little bit outside of what you're used to. Um, Rest of the event, we did a uh, Burmese pork curry, and uh, the other dish was uh, K-O-C-Chat, 
um, apologies if I mispronounced that at all, was a uh, rice noodle salad with uh, miscellaneous meats, uh, meatball pork slices, tofu, ground pork, egg pork belly, and garlic oil and broth. I mean, this was a beautiful mix of comforting food and a place that I'm really thrilled we got a chance to work with. Um, uh, the other events in Rochester were... Uh, in November, and we worked with Han Noodle Bar, one of my personal favorite takeout Chinese spots. Uh, we did a house-cured pork in Gailan, a dish I've had many times before I uh, before I was vegan. Um, so that's with the, the Chinese broccoli, which is amazing. And uh, beef, uh, black bean beef hofen rice noodles, like wide noodle cooked in a, um, cooked with these wide rice noodles. Um, so this has that wok hate. So you can uh, you can smell and you can taste those um, those cooked aer- uh, aerosolized oils, which is uh, the way Kenji Lopez Alt describes the wok hay flavor. It's actually those aerosolized oils kind of flaming and cooking, and it makes the gives you that weird um, smoky sort of interesting smell. It's hard to describe other than wok hay, uh, and then some. Uh, fried spring rolls and the last event we did in Rochester was um, that was actually just last week and we did a we did a nice new place and (laughs) I am (laughs) I am losing my mind right now (laughs) so I'm gonna go to my list so that's that's one thing we try to do is um, actually make a list of all the places that we've done before and try to try to make sure what we're bringing to everybody is fresh. So although we might do a cuisine multiple times, we try to shift it such that we are, there's a good gap in between. So you're not getting, Hey, we did, you know, we did Polish and then we did Polish two times later. We want to keep it fresh for everybody. Uh, So now that it came to my head, uh, we're, uh, we actually did Livy's Jamaican. So it'd been a while since we've done Jamaican over a year, actually. And Livy's over on Chiawai Ave is one of my other favorite spots other than Peppa Pot, which we've done a couple times. So we got a chance to work with Livy's, uh, did jerk chicken and a Escabeche whiting, which is kind of like the way I read it described was, Um, instead of like ceviche where you denature the proteins with a high acidic dressing, this is actually, you cook the fish and then you almost top it with the oil and, you know, the vegetables kind of pickle a little bit. Uh, Really interesting. And the the flavors were tremendous. Uh, Huge fan of Livy's. I took a bite of the uh, jerk chicken. I think it might be my favorite jerk chicken flavor I've had in town. Uh, that, That aroma of the smoke and the intense aromatics, the herbs, the scotch bonnet peppers, everything like that on there is just, it's one of those smells that anytime you see a Jamaican spot outside cooking jerk chicken fresh, just go in, just go in and get it. It's, there's nothing better than getting that kind of flavor, but it's the aroma that just drives me crazy. It makes me want to, you know, marinate a block of tofu in jerk seasoning and try to smoke it like on my Weber kettle or something. Uh, it's just, just amazing stuff. Um, so future events coming up, we've got Rochester on uh, November 30th. Uh, should be a, I'm not sure if it's going to be repeat or a new place yet, but uh, we've got something coming up for that. And then uh, December 6th, as I mentioned, in uh, Buffalo, and then December 14th in Rochester. Um, 
Just want to shout out Three Heads, who's been a great partner to us here in Rochester. We may or may do the De- we may or may not do the December one at Three Heads. We probably will, but we're keeping options open if we want to do something a little bit different. Um, and also. Uh, For those of you who have been buying the Curate Meals, uh, we love the support. We really appreciate it. But something we are going to have to do, we're going to have to be changing our name by the end of the year uh, due to some uh, due to a cease and desist letter that we received in Buffalo. So we are going to be changing our name. So keep an eye out for that. Um, It's still we're still going to be Curate Meals. We're still going to be doing the same kind of thing, but we are going to have a new name. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we're going to be changing up the website, changing up the logo, and then maybe having some new, uh, new fresh ideas alongside with that. Anytime you have to go through something, you have to take the positives instead of just looking at, oh, we had to do this thing because of another issue. Uh, you know, you can do that and focus on the negatives, but I prefer to look at it. Hey, we're, we have an opportunity to refresh what we're doing to think about how to engage with everybody, engage with our audience, engage with Rochester and Buffalo differently. So we're taking that to heart and uh, we should have something announced hopefully by the middle of December. So as we're transitioning to next topics of recent explorations, I wanted to dive into uh, a spirit that I had first tried uh, while I was judging in the Great American Spirits Competition. And uh, this whiskey actually won Best in Show that year. So this is from Kings County, um, uh, Kings County Distilling. And this is, I think it says it's New York City's oldest whiskey distillery. Um, This is a straight bourbon that is barrel proof. And when they say barrel proof, they mean it. So this is, I believe, 64% ABV. So 128 proof. Um, It's a little over four years old is what they say. And based on the color, that would usually indicate pretty small barrels. So these are probably in the 20-gallon range would be my guess. So a lot of the smells that you get off this are very intense. So it's this one's a good one to let sit for a little while. Let, let some of the, the high ethanol notes sort of breathe a little bit, sort of work through. But this one is on a day like today, which is a chilly day here in Rochester. You can hear the wind whipping outside of the studio. Um, this kind of barrel-proof one, that's a winter warmer for me. This is really, really engaging. See, that's the thing with this one. It is dense. So we're talking really dense, hard-roasted caramel almost edging on burned caramel. You get a lot of barrel char. You get a dense sweetness. You almost get a little bit of saline, but now as it's starting to roll through my palate, you're getting some of that cinnamon. You're getting some of those other baking spices. This is very barrel dominant, but in a way that's really nice on a cold day like today. Um, So if you haven't tried anything from uh, Kings County Distilling, I definitely recommend doing it. Uh, they have a number of releases that should be available around Rochester. Go to some of our finer uh, finer liquor stores like um, like Baytown and Parkway. You should find some on the shelves. I know Baytown had a few. Sometimes you'll actually find a peated bourbon. I think that might be my favorite expression of theirs I've tried. It uses peat, um, just like you see in uh, scotch. So you get some of those peated flavors, but in a bourbon base instead of a scotch base. So um, re- really interesting and a uh, uh, company worth checking out and looking into. Uh, so checking my notes to see what's next. 
Um, wanted to go through a roundup of some of the stuff I've done recently and some of the stuff I've uh, run across. Um, after seeing Will Cleveland post about it on Twitter, um, I checked out uh, Forno Tony, which is in the old Dolce Italy spot over on East Ave, right near... Um, uh, it's right near the, right across the street from Wegmans in that little plaza. And it is a small little bakery that's doing Roman style pizza. They have a couple electric deck ovens, which is the proper way of cooking this kind of pizza. And I, I remember when I tried that style, the first time was in Rome. So we had flown to Italy for a very, very, very delayed honeymoon. And, we flew in, we were exhausted, we didn't sleep well on the plane. We got to our Airbnb and the the air conditioner was leaking water in streams onto the floor. The Airbnb we got wasn't the one that was advertised and we got got to got to talk to Airbnb said, "Hey, we're we're leaving. We want a refund. We want to benefit for somewhere else." And we just left. We didn't have a place to stay that night. We didn't care. And we were frustrated and exhausted, and where we went was um, Pizzeria Pizzerium Bonchi, which is kind of the premier um, pizza altaglia or um, this pizza by the you know by the length or by the weight uh, style in Rome. It's a very high hydration dough. It's usually fermented very long. At Bonchi, they use whole grain, but the amazing part about it is the texture. So you get this really tender inside. You get this crackly, crispy outside where it's a little bit thicker, where you get this this like really aggressive crisp. I wouldn't call it, quite call it crunchy because it's not like, sh- it shatters, but it's not quite as aggressive as a crunch. It's hard to describe the difference between the two, but I would consider it a heavy crisp. And when you bite into it, it's just this textural delight. And when I saw the pictures of it that Will posted, I'm like, oh, this looks really good. Got a chance to wait in the line, I'd say two and a half, three weeks ago and try it out. And as soon as I bit into it, when I got home, it had a real genuine smile on my face for probably a half an hour, 45 minutes, which doesn't happen that often. I am, you know, it's hard to get me really excited about food unless it's something special. And this was that. Um, This was, this brought me, Brought me right back to some of the really good spots I had in Rome and got to try a few different styles. And I did the line again yesterday. So that was uh, November 19th. And this time it was for me, it was about a 75 minute, so an hour, 15 minute wait between when I started waiting in line and when I left. So it was a bit of an excursion. So they're only doing one day a week uh, from 11 um, 11 till two or three or whenever they sell out. Uh, and I think it's worth your time. I can't say it's going to guaranteed be worth your time because I don't know your taste. I don't know what you love. I don't know what you care about. But for me, it's still worth the time. We had it again and I, I absolutely loved it. So it's on the edge. I mean, there was an hour 15 outside in the cold. I'm good with that. If it's something that's really special, I've done lines before. I've waited in beer lines. I've waited in lines for other things. I'm okay with it. But it might not be for you. You might want to wait until it's a little more available, and that's okay too. Um, 
So a couple other things I've run across was uh, I ran across an Ethiopian market on West Main Street. I don't have the name and it might not even be on Google Maps, but it's over on West Main Street. First Ethiopian market I'm familiar with in town. That doesn't mean there's not one, but one I would recommend checking out. Uh, I bought some uh, 100% Tef injera. Injera is that fermented pancake kind of thing that you eat with the food. So I bought some of those to have in the freezer to eat here. Uh, bought some uh, frike, I believe it was, like cracked wheat, and bought some of that for some of my lunches. And I'll definitely be going back again. Really interesting guys, some interesting clothing available as well. Um, I'll talk about some of my experiences at the Anomaly Film Festival. So the Anomaly Presents podcast is part of the Lunchador Podcast Network that I am also a part of. And uh, had a number of the guys I've been on their shows before. But Anomaly Film Fest happened over at the Little, and it is one of my favorite events every year. So uh, hopefully they'll do a recap on the podcast at some point. But uh, some of the movies that we saw, we saw Leonor Will Never, Will Never Die, which was just such a delightful movie. I think it was a Filipino movie. Uh, it was about this uh, aging female director of action movies uh, in like the 80s or 90s. And uh, she's on Harder Times and got hit on the head with a TV and then goes into her own movie. And it's a meta on meta on meta movie. I highly recommend trying to find it if you can. It was really good. It was such an enjoyable time. Um, one of the other ones was Friday the 13th Part 3, which was in 3D. And it was an amazing version of it. It was an original cut. It had the polarized glasses. It was so fun with a full audience to go see that movie. Another one, like if you haven't, I hadn't seen that one before and I really enjoyed it. Um, but otherwise what I'd say is if you can check out some of the movies from anomaly, definitely go do it. Definitely go onto the website and find some of those reach out, you know, say something to the directors. If you see them, uh, anomaly tags all them. Some of them they had on for discussions. You know, do that. It, it's worth your time. Um, uh, I think the other one that was really fun was uh, Satanic Hispanics, which was an anthology of all um, all Hispanic directed and driven movies, uh, short movies, and it was it was very fun. Uh, interesting through line. It was it was a good time. I, I think the vampire segment was my favorite. It was a blast. Um, so definitely recommend you doing that. Um, otherwise, for things that have been happening to me, um, done some upgrades to the house recently. So we did a full kitchen uh, upgrade. We didn't do a full teardown. It was a, we didn't really have the need to do that, but we did a refresh that includes new floors, new counters, um, better storage, a uh, new sink, a new induction stove. Um, I love to cook. And uh, with my friend Brian moving into the house, we needed more space to do that kind of stuff. So we are, you know, now we have that space. We're able to cook at the same time. We're able to have more room to do everything else. I have a really nice coffee station. Um, it, it, it's not a cheap affair, but it was something that was absolutely worth it for us to have a house we're going to stay in for a while that we're going to really enjoy. That was necessary. Um, and then in the studio, um, just went through some upgrades to our uh, holders for the microphones. Doesn't seem like a lot, but when you have people in the studio and you want to adjust it so they're comfortable being in the studio, adjusting to where they're sitting, um, doing all that, 
And with the heavy microphones that we have now from Rode, uh, we bought some of the Rode PSA uh, microphone arms, and the studio sounds better. Uh, it's it's minor, but the way it holds, you don't hear any spring noises. It's easy to adjust things. It it just makes everything feel a little bit more professional. And just want to shout out to Rode for making amazing products. Um, you know, I use the Rodecaster Pro is my um, is my board that runs all of the microphones. I use Rode mics. I've got the Rode Procaster is the microphone I'm talking into now. We've got Rode Pod mics. Um, so really, you know, I, I believe in what they're doing and the dedication they have to quality has just been fantastic. Um, and just wanted to close off this episode talking about some of the other shows that um, either I've done recently or uh, was around. So uh, Punches and Popcorn, one of the other Lunchador podcast network shows, had the Sklar Brothers on recently. Uh, they do a show called View from the Cheap Seats. Uh, they're doing, they did a UFC show called The Nosebleeds, which I would recommend checking out. These guys are hilarious. Uh, Dumb People Town is one of their other podcasts. Uh, check them out. Uh, we got to see them at the Comedy at the Carlson the night after they recorded an episode of Punches and Popcorn and their show uh, here at the Food About Town studio, which was just a privilege that we got to do that. It's it's really nice to be able to do that and have this studio available for those that need it. Um, and that was a lot of fun. So recommend checking that out. Uh, fun episode with Punches and Popcorn. Uh, I did a show, the Polly Guglielmo show. I'm going to be cross posting that uh, hopefully later this week and uh, recorded an episode of the beer review journal. Uh, one of the other lunch at our podcasts uh, where I got to try some macro beers for the first time. Um, I started drinking later in life and I was already a nerd when it came to food and drink. So I got to try uh, Bush Light, Bud Light, and Heineken for the first time on the show. Um, if you're listening to the way I describe things, you can guess how it went, but we had a good time doing it. Um, recent episode of the Food About Town Alt podcast also was from Liba Spirits. Had a great time talking about that and nomadic distilling. Um, but otherwise, just recommend going to curatemeals.com for now <laughs> and ordering your meal for either uh, November 30th, December 6th, or December 14th, and checking us out before the end of the year. Otherwise, thanks so much for listening to this Food About Town Bites. We'll be back soon with a full edition of the Food About Town podcast after we do the Polly Guglielmo cross post. But until then, thanks so much for listening, and enjoy the chilly weather. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. <laughs>